The following is a work of audio fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Seriously. Even if some of these people sound exactly like a person that you know, it's not them, okay? Golden Acres is a completely fictional town and is not at all based on Green Acres, located in Scarsdale, New York, where our creator grew up. That is a total fluke. Please do not falsely assume that any of these characters, storylines, or descriptions is based in fact. That's how rumors get started. Anyone hungry out there? I know I am. Rockin' Robin is happy to report that the Golden Acres Police Force is hosting its annual summer pancake fundraiser this weekend. Buy a ticket today to help keep our town safe. Or safer. Remember, local teen Michelle Grimm is still missing. Eat a pancake in her honor. I'm gonna eat at least five and I didn't even know her. Espresso kombucha. Bethany, can I borrow your fork? I need it to scratch my entire body. Here, just keep it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff. Hello, ladies. Oh, no. What's Valerie on now? Nothing. That's the problem. Her hives are acting up. Careful, Val. You're going to break the skin with that thing. As long as it stops the itching, I don't care. Give me the fork back. No, you said I could keep it. There has to be a better fix than scraping all your skin off with a utensil. Apparently not. My doctor thinks the hives are psychosomatic. It's so condescending. Like, I don't have the self-awareness to know which of my problems are real and which are completely made up. Oh, so you admit some of your problems are completely made up? Of course. Everyone worth knowing is at least a little crazy. But my hives are real. I don't think I'm crazy. That's only because you've never been to therapy. So? Doesn't it prove my point that I don't need therapy? Who says you don't need therapy? I just said you haven't had it. There's a lot to unpack in that Catholic head of yours. Like what? I'm not a trained professional. It could be dangerous for me to start digging around in there. I think it's weird that Bethany's obsessed with her boss, if you need a jumping-off point. Ooh, that is bizarre. But Father Williams is an older, male power figure. Might be a deep-seated daddy issue. Bethany, have you ever had a dirty dream about your father? No, of course not. It's okay to be vulnerable. This is a closed session. I'd rather leave whatever issues I may or may not have unexamined, if that's okay. See, classic Catholic. Although I would like a professional's opinion on one thing. Is it normal for a priest to have no sense of personal space? Here we go. Yesterday I saw Father Williams practically push Sister Thompson up against a wall and grill her about the Old Testament. He was so close I bet he was breathing into her mouth. That sounds like very normal behavior for a priest. The whole Catholic institution is basically designed to ruin you. Then why do you send your daughter to Catholic school? She was already ruined. How is Caitlin doing, Valerie? Still suspiciously behaving? Oh, she's fine. Got in a minor knife fight this weekend, but there was barely any blood, so there shouldn't be any scarring. I'm sorry, what? What is a minor knife fight? Was it a small knife or a small fighter? Did it just involve minors? All of the above. But it was nothing to worry about, you know, kids being kids, yada, yada, yada. I don't think yada, yada, yada applies to knife fighting. Eh, it depends on the neighborhood. It was a misunderstanding, nothing to get all worked up about. Who did Caitlin fight? Oh, some other girl from St. Michael's, Penelope something. Penelope Peters? With the Chanel cardigans? I can't believe I haven't heard about this. There's normally a school-wide debriefing when something delinquent... Calm down. It didn't happen on school property. It was at a house party. According to the student handbook, it doesn't matter where the event took place. But everything I'm telling you is off the record. Right, Bethany? You have an obligation to the administration. You're being a bad friend. Stop being a bad friend. Mia, back me up. Valerie thinks you're being a bad friend. Fine. I won't tell anyone. Thank you. Was that so hard? You know, I used to have morals. Well, no one misses them. I'd like some clarification on how your spoiled suburban daughter got in a knife fight. 
Did Caitlin tell you what happened? Of course she told me. I'm her mother. You can't show up two hours late for curfew, bleeding from the shoulder, and not tell me what happened. I might be open-minded, but I'm not a pushover. Good. I bet she's not happy about being grounded, but... Oh, I didn't ground her. She told me everything, and it wasn't her fault. If anything, she was the victim. I need you to stop lying about me to everyone you can get your trashy acrylic nails on, Penelope, or we're going to have a big problem. Um, these are gel, Caitlin, and the length is totally natural. And I don't know what your problem is, but I have never lied about you. Every single horrible thing I say behind your back is absolutely 100% true, okay, sweetie? I am not your sweetie, and I am not a bad kisser. (laughs) Then why is everyone you've ever kissed complaining? (laughs) Name your sources or it's fake news. Like you don't know who you've kissed. Everyone in town knows. Whatever. If people think they can find better kissing somewhere else, good for them. But I know I'm the best kisser in Golden Acres. Your kissing days are over, Caitlin. Move on. Everyone wants to kiss me now. (sighs) Please. Your kisses are notoriously old and dry. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm very confused. Who talks about kissing like this? I think sex is different now. Teenagers treat it as more of a commodity. You must be so proud. I am. It's very sex positive. Until someone gets stabbed. Right. Which brings us to... Can you get out of my face, Penelope? There are at least five people at this party I've promised to kiss, and you're really ruining my hookup schedule. Sorry, but I think it would be a lot better for everyone if you took your janky kisses and went home. I'm not going anywhere other than someplace quiet in this house to make out. You sure about that? Because I have a little surprise for you in my bag. Ugh. Why is this thing so big? I told my mom I wanted the medium tote. Oh, here it is. Oh, shit. She's got a switchblade? Nice. Thanks. I got it on eBay. It's vintage. Have you lost your mind, Penelope? You have no idea what to do with a switchblade. Um, yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I just go like, ow! What the fuck? You stabbed me. I'm so sorry, Caitlin, but... You said I couldn't do it, so I was demonstrating that I could do it, and you walked right into the knife. I didn't walk right into the knife, Penelope. I was standing in front of you, and you stabbed me, and now my shoulder is bleeding. I have bad depth perception. Ask my driver's ed teacher. I'm a little too busy bleeding out right now to check in with Smelly Jerry. Stop being so dramatic. I barely grazed you. Let me see if I have a Band-Aid in my bag. Ugh, why couldn't my mom get me the right thing for once in my fucking life? Oh, wait, here it is. No, that's a nose strip. I hate my parents! Long story short, Caitlin's favorite blouse got ruined, and I think that's punishment enough. Anyway, what's new with you guys? Uh, I, uh... Mia? Let me get something straight really quickly before we move on. Okay. Your 16-year-old daughter, Caitlin, got into a minor knife fight because someone called her a bad kisser? Yes. And you see nothing wrong with the story? Not really. Caitlin has an explosive personality. Okay. Speaking of explosive personalities, guess who moved out of Phil and Karen's and took $10,000 worth of jewelry with her? Kathy? Karen's estranged sister? Ding, ding, ding. Kathy robbed the fuck out of them while everyone was at a preschool birthday party. Everyone, including the May? Oh, yeah. Isabella loves parties. It's hard to tell because she sits silently in the corner, but if you look closely, you can make out the smallest glimmer of a smile. That's terrifying. How did Karen handle it? She must be devastated. Actually, she's great. Better than ever. Really? Oh, yeah. 
She's pretty smug about the whole thing since it proves she was right not to trust Kathy. Plus, they have great insurance. Phil is a warrior. I've always said there's no greater joy for a woman than being right. What about for a man? Please, they mistakenly think they're right all too often for it to be worth anything. I thought gender doesn't exist. It doesn't. Unless you want it to. How does that make sense? Did they call the cops about Kathy? No. Karen wants to be done with her. Phil has agreed to never let Kathy inside their home ever again. Do you think she would even come back after robbing them? Maybe. According to Karen, Kathy is a serial apologizer, so Isabel is changing all the locks today. They're not going to hire a professional? Isabel is better than a professional. I think she might have an engineering degree. Did Phil and her ever... No! Isabella's a married woman, and she has pretty bad endometriosis. Not Phil and Isabella. Phil and Kathy. Remember she put her hand on his leg? Suggestively? Oh, right. Phil told Karen about her sister's advances, and Karen swiftly shot down that possibility. I think that's why Kathy cut her losses and ran off with whatever she could carry. Did she steal any handbags? I would steal handbags. Yeah, they're a great place to hide your switchblade. Ha ha. My daughter was stabbed. It's all very hilarious. No one thinks it's funny, Valerie. It's just we're concerned. Penelope threw out the weapon if that's what you're worried about. That is so not what we're worried about. Look, I am not an expert on child-rearing or parenting, but I'm pretty sure every time Caitlin said kissing, what she really meant was drugs. I am not your sweetie, and I am not a bad drug dealer. Then why is everyone you've ever dealt drugs to complaining? (laughs) Name your sources or it's fake news. Like you don't know who you've sold drugs to. Everyone in town knows. Whatever. If people think they can find better drugs somewhere else, good for them. But I know I'm the best drug dealer in Golden Acres. Your drug dealing days are over, Caitlin. Move on. Everyone wants to buy drugs from me now. (laughs) Please. Your drugs are notoriously old and dry. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but you get the idea. That version makes way more sense. Right? Caitlin is clearly the OG dealer, and Penelope is trying to take her business. So they got into an altercation that ended with an accidental stabbing because both girls are bad at altercations and stabbing. Wow, that's exactly what I thought happened, and I'm normally very slow to pick up on these things. I feel hip and in the know. You two seriously believe my only daughter, the love of my stay-at-home life, was in a drug-dealing knife fight? Yes? God damn it! I knew it was weird to call a kiss old and dry. They're teenagers. They're covered in lip gloss. You couldn't find a dry lip if your life depended on it. So you knew she was lying? Of course! Why do you think I'm so itchy today? (sighs) I just didn't want it to be true. I wanted to tell you guys what Caitlin told me, have neither of you question it, and then I'd go back to my denial. Easy. Shit. I'm sorry. You need to give us some sort of signal the next time you want to stay in denial. Maybe you could scratch an eyebrow. I can't do that. I fill them in. I'd smear my whole face. You fill in your eyebrows? I always thought they were natural and I hated you for it. Nothing about me is natural. Wait. What if nothing Caitlin told me happened? Not following. What if she just came up with the whole bad kisser thing because she was embarrassed by the truth? That she deals drugs? No, that she got her heart broken. You're too good for me, Caitlin. Don't say that, Penelope. You're the only person I've ever loved, other than my mom. I just can't keep up with you. You seem unmotivated and lazy, but deep down your brain is churning faster than the speed of light. It's just genetics. Please don't let my hereditary high intelligence get in the way of what we have. 
I'm sorry. This is just the way it has to be. I'll never forget you, Penelope. You've opened up parts of myself I didn't even know were there. Is that when Penelope stabs her? No, I imagine that happened later in a freak accident, while Caitlin was saving a child's life. How? Stop poking holes in my completely irrational made-up story. Okay, so to be clear, you know none of that happened, right? And Caitlin is definitely dealing drugs? Yes, Bethany. What do I do now? Send Caitlin to one of those wilderness programs where they come and take you in the middle of the night? They're going to need at least three kidnappers. She's a biter. I'm a bit surprised you're so upset by this. You were high out of your mind a few weeks ago. That was medicinal. It's one thing for me, an adult, to smoke an occasional joint for pain relief. It's another thing for Caitlin, a child, to throw away her future for some extra cash. She's so stupid. Larry would have just given her the extra cash. We all know he has no backbone. Ooh, can we just blame Larry for all of this? Isn't it always the dad's fault anyway? It's not at all what I've heard. Sorry. What are my options here? Should I call the police? And your own daughter? Well, she can't grow up expecting special treatment. That's how people become Instagram models. What's wrong with Instagram models? Nothing. I support all women. Let's calm down for a sec. I'm like 97% sure Caitlin is only dealing weed. That's not a big deal. It's legal in a bunch of states. But not in this one. And how do you know she's only selling weed? Well, from what everyone's told me, some kid in eighth grade is the go-to guy for cocaine. That's shockingly young. Hold on, Mia. You already knew my daughter was a drug dealer before today? Yes. But when I told you my suspicions forever ago, you said Caitlin was too lazy to run a small business. I remember that. I thought it was weird at the time. Oh, so now it's my fault I didn't intervene before my daughter got stabbed. No one said that. But it probably would have been a good idea to at least follow up. I have no idea what to do here. I've never not known what to do. Is this how dumb people feel every day? Why are you looking at me? Let's just think this through. Why don't you start off by telling Caitlin you know the truth? Oh, that's a good idea. That's good. And then you can ground her. Ground her? For how long? One week for every gram she sold? Come on, Bethany. My daughter is a drug dealer, not some average fuck-up who skipped a few classes. Get your head out of your ass. Wow, brutal. I'm sorry, Bethany. I know I... Lash out when you're upset? Yeah. Truly really a difficult time, so I'll forgive you for implying my head is in my own butt. Thank you. Your head looks lovely, by the way. I got a haircut, but no one noticed. I have an idea for how to handle the Caitlin situation. Please, I need all the help I can get. Maybe you should talk to Larry about how to deal with this first. Why? I'm the primary parent. I just bring him in for financial assistance. You know how you wanted to call the police on your own daughter? Yes, to keep her humble. Well, what if she just thought you had called the police? I'm listening. You could hire an actor to show up and pretend to arrest her. It would be like that show Scared Straight without having to leave the comfort of your own home. That's ridiculous. I love it. It's the perfect plan. Valerie, come on. What is that going to teach her? Not to trust the police because they might be actors hired by her mother? Have you seen the news? No one should trust the police. That's two lessons for the price of one. What's the first lesson? Don't deal drugs. Or there will be fake repercussions? So what's your big idea, Bethany? Take away your internet access for a week? That would be a good start. It's amateur. All the best parenting books say you have to find creative solutions that fit your particular child. And I truly believe the best form of punishment for my daughter is psychological warfare. See, this is what I'm talking about. Why do people treat parenting like it's some sort of big accomplishment? Anyone can do it, even if you're completely insane. Hold on, it's the school. Your school or Caleb's school? My school, work school. Hello? Hi. Do you think it's something bad? No. Why would it be something bad? Because they called her on her cell. It must be an emergency. But it's during work hours. You're right. How does she come here every week? No idea. I don't understand real jobs. I have to go. Is it an emergency? Yes. I knew it. Mia, you owe me $5. We never made a bet. 
It was implied. Where are my keys? They're right here. What happened, Bethany? Is everything okay? I have to attend an emergency safety meeting for all staff. A second St. Michael student is missing. Oh my god. It's awful. I know. Wait, before you go, any chance the missing teen is my drug-dealing daughter? Because that would solve a lot of problems. Valerie. I'm kidding. Bethany, I'm kidding! Beth! Sending good vibrations to one and all, this was Rockin' Robin, and I'll see most of you in line at Golden Acres' One Good Italian Restaurant. You all know which one I mean. As Mother always said, I'd kill for a good meal. And who knows, maybe she did. Okay, folks, that was a fun one. Stay tuned after the break for Hot Goss with Rachel Middleton. Welcome back to Hot Goss, everyone's favorite after show. Uh, Thank you so much for being here, Rachel. Thank you for having me, Allison. (laughs) (laughs) So this is interesting because as close friends, we actually gossip with each other all the time. All the time. I think it's probably both of our favorite hobby. I enjoy it very much. (laughs) I don't have anything to put in my like other experience section of my resume, so I just put gossiping. (laughs) (laughs) And I I mean, I feel like when we gossip, it's not coming from a mean place. Mm -mm. It's more coming just from like um, a curious place. Yeah, and I think – for me, too, sometimes just, like, incredulous, like, what? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. it's, like, the way that we want to, like, read books or, like, listen to movies. Like, we just love good stories. Mm-hmm. And so if they're about someone real, even better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know. Have, has gossip really changed your opinion about somebody? Like, he, uh, hearing a, a gossip about somebody? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess me, too. <laughs> That's the point of it, isn't it? I guess. Like, sometimes, though, like, like especially now, I feel like when you hear these crazy stories, sometimes, like, growing up, I'd be like, oh, my God, how could how could she? And now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's just like a window into, oh, like, it, even if it's not true, like, that it's a possibility or that somebody thinks it of someone else is just like, right. oh, that's interesting. Like, ooh, that could be their uh-huh. life. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. What are some of the craziest ones that you've heard? Um, I... Heard a lot of crazy rumors in college. Um, we have a film festival in the the city where I went to college, and uh, so we have like actors and celebrities come through every oh, year. Wow. And just some of the can I curse? Yes, please. some of the shit I would hear <laughs> about. Oh, I'm like already. I'm like foaming at the mouth. I want to <laughs> no, hear it it's so mostly, bad. It was mostly like, oh, did you hear? Um, like. This so-and-so celebrity, like, fucked a student. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a lot of that. And did you always believe it? Um, there, There's one in particular that I don't really believe. Usually, though, yes, I would be like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if they're right. – it's not, like, a huge Leap city. Yeah. And it's also – like, I'm like, oh, of course a celebrity would come to, like, a small city in Georgia that happens to have, like, a booming art scene and a, and a film school, et cetera. And fuck some students. Like, why? <laughs> What's would the you point not? of being a celebrity yeah. if you can't do that? <laughs> exactly. Um, 
and this isn't the most outrageous, but just a funny image that also is like a great insight into like we're saying, it's just like, oh, that's that's cool. <laughs> um, the last year I was there, Ian McKellen was there. Oh. And I never thought this would be about Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's and I mean, he apparently just like went buck wild at like the gay clubs and it, this oh. is in Savannah. And he was just like dancing and grinding with every guy and like bumming cigarettes from everybody. Like he, he can't even afford his own <laughs> cigarettes. I think he just did it. I think he just liked, which is actually like clever as a way to like flirt with people to ask oh, for a cigarette. Right. But he apparently like just, just wanted cigarettes. Asked everybody for like one. I forget who even told me this, but they were like, "Yeah, like he took like half my pack because he just kept <laughs> asking me for cigarettes That's and like so making funny. out with guys and stuff." Yeah, I have a sort of related one about, and it wasn't the film festival, and this might be a little more effed up, but um, do you remember? And I, I should probably look it up on my phone right now. There was a movie that. Um, I think it was the movie where Miley Cyrus met uh, Chris Hemsworth. And you mean they were, Liam Hemsworth? Or I mean Liam. Oh, shit. See, these are how rumors get started. <laughs> now people are thinking that she's cheating on her boyfriend with his brother. Okay. So I know what – I have an idea what of what – Yes, it's, it's like they're it's on like the a, beach. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, last summer. I don't la- know. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, last Walk or, or something. It I was, don't know. It was actually called The Walk to Remember. Wait, no. <laughs> this is how rumors get started. Um, so, yeah, so they shot that in Savannah, Georgia. Oh. They, the, all, like, the beach stuff was on Tybee Island. So Miley Cyrus was in town for that for quite a while. And uh, I just heard a lot. Of, there was one person in particular who was an acting student, uh, and I heard a rumor that he, like— carried on like slept with her and stuff uh-huh. and she like got into bars she was underage at the time oh right what was she like 16 17 <clears throat> well this would have been like probably 2008 or something like that so yeah I mean it was not oh. really but I heard that she would like go out and all the bars just kind of like turned their heads and were like yeah come on I mean because she's Miley Cyrus she was right. like huge or maybe at night Hannah Montana <laughs> which is the one that's the bad one <laughs> I don't think there's a bad and good. She has like one all, she has like an alter ego. (laughs) Crack that case wide open. Yeah, wow. Um, But yeah, I heard that she was like, you know, engaged in a relationship with. Oh, and and he was way old. He was a college student. Well, and he was also older than the majority of the undergrads. Like he was. Oh, no. Yeah. And I heard that he like did coke and stuff. It was a whole thing. Oh, wow. And where did you hear this from? It was like. A buzz. Everyone the, was talking in the about depart- it. in the like acting in the. Was anyone like, "Hey, dude, don't sleep with underage girls"? Uh, surely somebody said something. <laughs> <laughs> but we know it wasn't you. <laughs> I wasn't close enough to him. I I was just like happy to hear rumor, like to be close enough to mm-hmm. anybody, right? Because I wasn't really like super popular. But um, yeah, like I heard that a lot from a few people. They were like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I know. I just like to point out that that your stories, they're only kind of salacious because they're celebrities. Oh, yeah, no, there's nothing. Yeah, if you like took away, it's just like a guy like went to a gay club and just danced and had cigarettes. Also, a girl got into a bar. (laughs) But there there is something like, you know, exciting about like the people misbehaving when they're in the public eye. 
Totally. So even if they do like the smallest thing, it's like, oh, oh my God. I know. And also just like the like the dynamic of what they seem to be and then what you – like right. with Surya and McCullough. And it's like, oh, yeah, like I had just actually gone to some – because of the film festival, I had gone to like Q&As and stuff. And he's so – like he's funny and great and he like conducts himself so wonderfully and he was doing – like Shakespearean monologues just off the cuff, like so amazing. And then he's like, you know, like booty dancing and taking right. cigarettes from, you know, it's just like a funny. As we all do on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, so to wrap up, we like to go through and re-examine. So what percentage <laughs> of you thinks that Ian McKellen was at the gay club's Booty dancing, bumming cigarettes, making out. 100%. Okay, strong. What percentage of you think Smiley Cyrus was engaged in a relationship with an older man and sneaking into bars? 85%. Even though she should have been falling in love with Liam? (laughs) Fair enough. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Great to gossip. Oh, great to gossip. Thank you. Stitcher presents Gossip, written and directed by Allison Raskin, produced by Rachel Wolther, sound design by Casey Holford, starring Amanda Perez as Mia, Allison Raskin as Bethany, Victoria Rowell as Valerie, Beth Littleford as Rockin' Robin, featuring Alexis Gizal as Caitlin, Rachel Middleton as Penelope, and Igor Hiller as the barista. Story by Allison Raskin, Charlotte Lorston, and Rebecca Hanover. Casting by Shayna Markowitz. Our production manager is Talia Shea Levin. Our recording engineer is Matt Brownlee. Production assistance from Carly Guida. Our assistant editor is Lauren Kleeman. Original composition by Alessandro Tabora. Production legal by Lindsay Bowen, Kyle Brett, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, and Matt Sedagian. Stitcher's consulting producer is John Asante. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Matt Gorley, and SAG-AFTRA. Gossip is a production of Stitcher. For more information, visit GossipPodcast.com. Stitcher. 